In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. We have taken notice many times together, if you regularly worship here, that the Armenian Church not only tells you, tells you what to do to be a good Christian, it helps you live it out by the church calendar to recall the great movements of Scripture in what you see, what you hear, what you do, what you live in our church. And no season does this more than Lent and Holy Week and Easter. It takes us by the hand through the story of our relationship to God, and it encourages us to understand and to live out that progression in our lives. And as we enter today into the second Sunday of Great Lent, I want to reflect on the order of the Sundays of Lent, because they actually help correct a common pitfall in modern Christian life, and it reminds us who God truly is and who we are called to be in relationship with Him. So Great Lent, of course, retells the story of God's relationship to humankind, and today is the second Sunday of expulsion, the second Sunday of Lent called the Expulsion. And of course, this recalls our fall from grace and the entrance of sin into the world. Now, whether we're really conscious of it or not, we all have deep within us this popular and pretty misleading conception, or interpretation, I would say, of what this story is about. In two words, it's called original sin, right? This is the story of Adam and Eve and how they broke God's commandment, they were found guilty and expelled from the garden, and since then, all of humanity, all of us, bend towards evil and are likewise guilty of the same. Now, this interpretation of our origins with God, it runs very deep, but it can be very misleading. Our church tradition tells a different story, an older and truer one, and it exposes how this interpretation is problematic, not so much in its content, but in its context. The problem with original sin is that it starts the greatest story ever told from the middle, not from the beginning. We did fall, and we allowed evil into the world. That is true. But what chapter of Genesis is that? That's chapter 3. Of Genesis. Chapter 1 is when God made everything before us. Galaxies and earths and oceans and whales and quarks and leptons and music and heartbeats. And he pronounced it all good. And that original blessing remains today. Otherwise, we wouldn't be here. Then he creates men and women. And he blesses us and he makes us stewards of all this creation. That's original blessing that continues today. And so, this awesome blessing of creation in our lives, that always must be primary. And our falling, always secondary. Original sin is bad theology because it's actually bad math. It mixes up one and two. And so, like last week, I give you permission to give up original sin for Lent and instead reclaim original blessing. Because if we do that, we understand better where Scripture 
says we came from, and if you know where you've come from, then you know who you are and where you're returning to. That's why what our Lenten calendar is trying to tell us. Today is the Sunday of expulsion, and which Sunday of Lent is this? It's the second, Chuck. If sin were original, you would expect expulsion Sunday to be the first Sunday of Lent, but it's not. Our blessing is original. And so the first Sunday of Lent last week was the Sunday of paradise, of pumparigenton, of good living with God, of perfect living. And our scripture also, our scriptures also don't see our fall as primary or final, but always in the context of this original blessing. And this is even the case if you look directly to Adam and Eve in their sin and what happened immediately after. Do you remember what happened immediately after they sinned? They hid. They hid. They were ashamed. We hide. We're ashamed when we sin because deep down we know of our original blessing. And God does too. Adam and Eve hide because they say they felt naked. And God does not judge or pile on them as we think. He looks at them in love and just a chapter later, a verse later, he sews garments to protect them, to cover them from their shame. We turn from God, it's true, and this is sin, and it's real, and it causes us great harm. But he continues to love, and he continues to seek us. That's the Bible. That's the church. God uses any means, even our own sin, and especially our own sin and our own shame, to lead us closer to him, back home to our original <coughs> blessing in his presence. The other thing we get backwards with original sin, which is corrected in the Bible and true church tradition, is that sin is mainly about behavior, about something we do or we don't do. Somehow we think that if we just behave better that God will love us. But throughout the Bible, and most perfectly in the life of Christ, this is precisely backwards. First, we have to see God clearly for who he is, experience his mercy and his grace despite our sins and bad behavior, and then we start to change. Only when we encounter this undeserved grace, this original and ongoing blessing no matter what, do we usually turn from our sin and bad behavior. Sin and evil can't be primary because they only exist in relation, although negative, relation to God. You could say, if this helps you think about it, that sin and evil are like cold and darkness in a way. Cold exists, we feel it, especially cold 55 degrees here in Florida. We feel cold, but science tells us that technically cold is just absence of heat or energy. Darkness is real, but it's just the absence of light. Evil and sin are also very real, but they're just the absence of God. And this is even, by the way, reflected in our old Armenian language. What is the word for evil in Armenian? It's char. And char is made up of ch, which means not, and ar is create, make. So in Armenian, evil doesn't have independent existence. It's to not make. It's the not maker, which is the evil one. It's godless. 
And so therefore, evil can't be localized. It's around and within everything. So trying to destroy it is at best trying to catch your shadow. At worst, destroying evil destroys you and everyone else around it. Instead, what our church teaches us is to turn from evil to God. From our very first days in this church, at baptism, we renounce evil and we turn to God. Turn to the light of the knowledge of God. Because that way, we keep the shadow of evil behind us as it is behind God. And of course, this is not once and done. This is a discipline of an entire life. And so, I hope this sermon has helped us get the story straight of our primary relationship with God. Our origin is not in sin, it's in blessing. And as with all popular misunderstandings of scripture and of tradition, original sin thinks too much about us and it thinks too little about God. God's original blessing will never be thwarted. God's grace has always been greater than our sin, and he just patiently waited until we were ready, and he sent his son to teach what is to live a life which turns from sin and turns to God. And he patiently awaits us this great Lent to learn the same, day by day, that we might turn away from all that is not God, all that is not good, all that is not us, and turn to the light of the knowledge of God to see our original blessing in him, now and always, and unto the ages of ages, amen.